Hey guys, yeah, I wanted to come on here and kind of reread something, kind of do a bit of an update video and reread what you know something I did about seven years ago on the history of Disney's Bonkers um, and kind of give you maybe a little bit more insight perhaps on my personal uh, opinion about it. Um, of course, you know, I was a fan of the show, you know, when it came out and um, I enjoyed it. And surprisingly, I'm not the only one that enjoyed, you know, watching the show and having uh, fun with it, you know, enjoying the characters and stuff. But, you know, I can understand how others feel about it, feeling though it's a Roger Rabbit clone. It was Disney's answer to Roger Rabbit. Um, but honestly, I think if you look beyond that, you could see a lot of stuff um, was really good about it. I mean... I mean, a lot of stuff actually was inspired by Bonkers, actually. And if you want a good primary example of something being inspired by by a show that kind of had a mixed uh, reaction, you know, you take a look at Disney's Gargoyles and the relationship between Goliath and Elisa Maza. One of the people that worked on Bonkers when it first came out or was first being developed was Greg Weismer, the guy behind Gargoyles. And he said that Bonkers' relationship with uh, Miranda Wright inspired uh, Goliath's relationship with Elisa, with Elisa Maza, believe it or not. So, interesting tidbits to take here and there. But anyway, I do have a, you know, script, if you will. Basically, this is what I typed out uh, seven years ago. I just printed this out off of DeviantArt. So, without further ado, guys... Let me read this off to you, and if you see any imagery come across or in front of me or something like that to kind of help out, um, hope you enjoy it. So, be right back. Okay, guys, I'm just sorting the thing out there making sure I get it all in order and now to read off what I typed back in 2013 and if I do reread some things I do apologize for that I just want to make sure I read them off correctly in this updated uh, video and if you see anything like pictures and everything come on on the screen either to the side or in front uh, to help out visually if you do okay and I quote the Bonkers concept originally was supposed to be centered around the Touchstone Pictures or Ambeline Entertainment Steven Spielberg character Roger Rabbit. Unfortunately, Disney was not able to secure the rights to the character and those associated with the character. So they decided to go in a different direction with their own original character, thus Bonkers was born. Originally debuting in the 1992 featurette Pedal to the Metal, Bonkers is introduced to a worldwide audience who came to the theaters with their kids to watch the movie Three Ninjas. After this debut, Bonkers and his friends, who were introduced in that featurette, made the Saturday morning uh, debut in September of 1992 on a Disney variety show called Raw Tunage. Now this show was aired on CBS every Saturday morning. It was, the Disney, it was like Disney's version and answer to NBC's Saturday Night Live, for it followed a similar format. For every episode... For every episode would have a Disney character from either the Disney Afternoon or Raw Tunage itself or the classic 1960 shorts hosting an episode. Now, like SNL, it had various 30-second uh, to minute-long segments, as well as, as well as have two cartoons 
that would feature the most prominent characters that would eventually in the following year be spun off into their own shows, that being Bonkers and Masupalami. Now Bonkers, of course, had a week where he hosted Raw Tunage, or Saturday morning, just like the other prominent character did before or after him. Now the one thing about these host segments is like the animated shorts that were featured in the show, the host segments had somewhat of a plot and story to them. In Bonkers' case, these uh, segments, or story plot, centered around him delivering or trying to deliver a TV to who would be his love interest in the series and the franchise, Fawn Deer. And that basically is how all the hosting segments went for each episode. In other words, each uh, hosting segment, if they had one, the host would have sort of a story plot or a plot to their uh, reasoning to be there, you know, a scenario, if you will, for them being there. They would have some kind of story to interact with or intertwine with. Now, as I mentioned before, Bonkers was one of the animated shorts such main characters that got spun off into his own series in 1993. However, Bonkers' destination was not Saturday mornings. Instead, it would be Monday through Friday in the afternoon around 4.30 p.m. as part of the Disney afternoon. Ooh, as part of the Disney afternoon. That's what I was trying to say. However, Bonkers' journey to get there became very intriguing and interesting. Originally, Bonkers was supposed to be partnered with a female cop named Miranda Wright. And this team-up was originally to be the premise of all 65, or in this case, 61 episodes of the Bonkers cartoon show. For four of those uh, 65 episodes were dedicated to being repackagings of the Bonkers shorts from Raw Tunage, with a few new segments uh, thrown in there. But, according to numerous sources online and various fans of the show, only 19 to 20 episodes featuring Miranda as Bonkers' partner were shown. For rumor has it, and according to the various sources online, when the other 41 episodes came back from overseas, they were proclaimed a disaster, reports being a bad animation. So apparently, those 41 episodes were either destroyed or put into the Disney vaults, never to see the light of day again. In response to this, Disney fired or let go of the previous team, which again, as I mentioned at the start, consisted of Greg Weismer and Dwayne Capiza, and hired a new team for the show, or hired on a new team for the show. The new writer, Larry Lantham, decided that Bonkers couldn't just start out as a cop, but had to have an origin story of how he became a cop. And the premise of this origin story, in my opinion, was brilliant, and I still stick by that. The reason being is because the way they began it. They used footage from the 1992 featurette at, um, what's the other part? Oh, here it is. Sorry about that. Let me reread that. In let me reread, let me uh, reread that last part. The reason being is because the way they began it, they used footage from the 1992 featurette Let me get stuff in the way here. Here we go. Got it. That I talked about earlier. And just like Roger Rabbit, it starts out with them filming this short, that being Pedal to the Metal, only to have the head of the studio, called WW Wacky, come in and fire them. And why, you may ask? All because a rival studio topped uh, his studio, that being Wacky 2 Studios, in the ratings slash charts. So in other words, Bonkers and his friends went from being number one down to number two. 
And this head of the studio, Rocky, WWE Wacky of Rocky Toon Studios, accepts nothing more than being number one. So because of the slight drop in the ratings and charts, he fires Bonkers and his friends. This, of course, is how Bonkers unexpectedly began his journey to be a cop. And just like with Roger, the new writer, Larry Lantham, decided to pair Bonkers up with, his shows, with the show's equivalent to Eddie Valiant. The human's character name was, is Lucky Pekel. And like Eddie, who really didn't have a fondness for tunes, oh, unlike Eddie, Lucky doesn't really have a fondness for tunes. But like Eddie, but like Eddie does, I should say, throughout the movie, uh, Roger Rabbit, he begins to soften up, who begins to soften up to Roger and his friends, Lucky does the same thing throughout the 41 episodes on the show. Which is why some people kind of had mixed reactions to the show because they see that same comparison with the human characters. Like Eddie Valiant in Who Framed Roger Rabbit never, you know, starts out not having a fondness for tunes, but then as the movie progresses and his character progresses and develops, he kind of regains that fondness and respect for tunes that he once had. Lucky Pakel does the same thing, um, you know, in the show. You know, even though both the reasonings for not liking tunes are completely different. Now, continuing on. Now, continuing on. Yes, you heard, or in this case, uh, yes, oh, let me reread that. Continuing on, and I quote, Yes, you heard or read that last number at the end right or correctly. The new writer put the Lucky episodes in the place of the Miranda episodes, all 41 of them. However, the new writer knew that the fans that saw the sneak peek on the Disney Channel in the spring, of, spring and summer of 1993, which is something Disney would do with a lot of the shows that would end up on the Disney afternoon on a yearly basis, uh, would be questioning and wondering where Miranda was. For you see, it was the episodes that featured her as Bonker's partner that were shown during the sneak peek the Disney Channel did that year. So what this new writer did in October of 1993, actually it was around mid-October, was debut what was debut what was known as a transitional episode, or as some of us like myself look at it, as either a season finale, mid-season finale, or a sequel to the pilot episode. The new episode, entitled New Partners on the Block, aired from what I remember... Uh, okay, let me reread that. Let me reread that. Let me reread that whole thing. <clears throat> so what this new writer did in October of 1993, actually it was around mid-October, was debut what, it, what was known or is known as a transitional episode, or as some of us, like myself, look at it as either a se season finale, mid-season finale, or a sequel to the pilot episode, which was uh, Going Bonkers. The new episode, entitled New Partners on the Block, aired, from what I remember, er, remember, on October 22nd, 1993. And the moment this episode started, and the title appeared, something told me, and I'm sure any of you reading this or listening to this out there, that this was going to be a special episode. <laughs> and boy, did it live up to that, and that's no joke. For you see, just about if not all the same animation crew that worked on the pilot episode came back to work on this mid-season finale slash sequel slash transitional episode. 
Okay, let me take a breather there for a second. <clears throat> and just, and it wasn't just the animation crew that came back, but it seemed to me, and it's just my opinion, that the, that the original writing crew from the Miranda episodes came back and worked with the newer writing crew to help give them an idea of how the characters in the episodes were portrayed, so they could portray them right in this episode. A great example being that three main characters have appeared at Bonkers in his animated shorts, uh, that being Fondia, Jettis, and Grumbles, uh, they ended up having more screen and speaking time than they did in the pilot episode. Which tells me that the Miranda crew and writer were helping out this new writer and his crew. And together, in my honest opinion, they created something memorable and something that you would want to watch over and over again. Now, let me take a breather there for a second. Okay. So basically, to um, recap, basically recap, Bonkers was supposed to, Bonkers, the Bonkers show was originally supposed to be him as a cop teaming up with the female cop Miranda Wright. But because 41 of the 61 episodes came back disastrous, they had to basically reboot the entire premise or do a soft reboot and retcon of the entire premise. Hire in a new writing crew, a new uh, head writer, period. And this new head writer, Larry Lantham, basically decided, okay, I'm going to give Bonkers an origin of him, of how he became a cop, up and go from there. He also realized, like I mentioned, that fans that watched a sneak peek on the Disney Channel earlier that year would probably wonder where Miranda was. And thus, he came up with the idea, possibly with the help of Dwayne Capiza and Greg Weismer, to create new partners on the block as being that mid-season finale slash traditional episode slash sequel to the uh, series, uh, for the series, as well as to, uh, as well as to the uh, pilot episode, Going Bonkers. So, yeah. I know it sounds confusing, you know, hearing, hearing me and listening to me read this off, off, you know, I know it sounds confusing and everything, but, you know, that's how complicated the backstory for the show was. Now, continuing on. And continuing on. Um, unfortunately, this episode, which was New Partners on the Block, which I just mentioned, um, had not been seen on television for the past 17 years. 17 years as to when I um, uh, first typed this. And seeing as though this was like, what was it, seven years ago? And last year, Disney Plus debuted, which is going to be a year old this November. Disney Plus debuted in 2019. This was six years prior. So, yeah, new partners on the block, um, as of right now, as of last year, had not been seen publicly or aired publicly for literally, uh, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this, guys? 26 years. I'm not lying about I'm not joking about that. I'm not joking about that. 26 years this show has not been... This episode had not been seen. And I'll tell you why. And I quote. Unfortunately, this episode, New Partners on the Block, had not been seen on television for the past, as of last year, 26 years... Uh, now, I know I said 17 years in 2013. I should have said 20, 20 years. But um, basically, 
I think the last time it got shown was like around, I think three years after its debut, which was 96. So that would be the equivalent of 17 years. So yeah, basically the last time people saw it from reports was 96. So that would basically make it 23 years last year. So rereading that and I quote, Unfortunately, this episode, New Partners on the Block, had not been seen on television for the past, um, as of last year, 26 years, uh, 20, yeah, 23 years, 26, 23 to 26 years. The reason being is that the villain in this episode is portrayed as a terrorist slash bomber. And you can pretty much guess why this episode had not been seen in over 20 years. Fortunately, there were those out there that would record this episode when it first came out, or at least doing one of its rare repeats, which I'm thankful for to that one person uh, out there who went as far as to send me their tape, their exact VHS tape in which they recorded the episode on. Thus allowing me, as a fan, uh, in January of... 2009, which was 11 years ago, to transfer the episode onto DVD courtesy of my DVD recorder, which was a Apex recorder at that time, and in turn allowed me to, in three separate parts, upload it and share it online. So hopefully this, so yeah, basically long story short, I was able to take the episode, I think I had to take it off because it got blocked or something, but I originally had the episode online so, you know, in various places. And unfortunately, because Disney and the copyright system, and the, unfortunately, I should say, Disney claimed it and had it taken off, uh, had me, uh, had it blocked worldwide, so I had to take it off on, take it, uh, I had to remove it basically from the lineup is what I'm saying. So yeah, I had it on there for a bit, and then of course the copyright situation, and you know, I had to remove it. So in the end, and I quote, Hopefully this long explanation helped clear the air about why a character like Bonkers went from having Lucky Pacquiao as his partner to Miranda Wright as his partner. And I'll provide um, all this. And I'll provide all this uh, basically in the description so you can read it yourself if you want to. But yeah, uh, basically, long story short. Long story short, the history of Disney's Bonkers, when it came to his uh, premiere as showing on Disney Afternoon, is an unusual one, and which is why I think it's got such a cult following, and why fans appreciate it more so than, you know, anybody would want to admit. Basically because of the unique behind-the-scenes story and journey it went through. I mean, can you imagine, you have, you have all, can you imagine putting yourself in, Greg Weismer and Dwayne Capiz's shoes, thinking you have everything ready and worked out. You have all the scripts for 61 episodes worked out. And the next thing you know, you're told that 41 of the episodes that you wrote for animation-wise came back disastrous and they can't utilize them. So they can't, so, but, and they can't utilize them. They can only utilize like 19 or 20 of them. So they need to come up with something different. And they decide... Hey guys, we're going to use what you gave us, but we need that required 65. We'll take four of the we'll take four of the episodes, take all the bonkers um, shorts from Raw Tunage, repackage them, and then we'll have this guy and his crew, Larry Lantham, come in 
and kind of retool the series to give it more of a origin feel and all that or something like that. I mean, can you imagine how they might have felt at that time? Um, anyway, though, um, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to this. I know it went on long, and I do apologize that it sounded like I rambled. Uh, if you want to listen to the original version, it is here on my channel. But I thought I'd come on here again, do a more updated version. And uh, hopefully it helped out. And uh, that's all I can really say. Let me know what you guys think down below. Comment if you like. This might also end up on the podcast um, that you can, on my uh, podcast um, series as well that you can find in various locations like iHeart, Amazon Music, you know, um, Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, the works. And that's B.W. Rose's Discussions. Uh, that's the name of the podcast. So anyway, guys, thank you all for listening. Comment if you like down below. I'm going to get me something to drink right now. <laughs> I'm dying of thirst here. And I will talk to you all later. God bless. Take care. I'm out.